Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to show us how we can experience God's supernatural presence more clearly. God is always communicating with us, but are we really tuned in to Him, and are we hearing what He has to say? Well, that's the question that Rabbi Schneider is going to pose today as we move forward in our study on God's supernatural presence. We'll gain some proven insight into how we can take the next step into experiencing God's anointing. If you've missed any of the messages in this engaging series, then be sure to catch up online at Discovering the Jewish Jesus.com. Now let's join Rabbi in prayer. Father God, we just ask you right now for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Help us, Father God, to better discern your spirit that's working in our lives through your Son, the Lord Jesus. For it's in his name and for your glory we pray. And all of us that are in agreement spoke Hebrew together and said, Amen and Amen. In Acts chapter two, when the Holy Spirit was first given to the church, he was revealed as a tongue of fire. You remember how a tongue of fire came and rested on each one of those first 120 believers. And I made the point that the reason the Holy Spirit came as a tongue of fire was to illustrate that the Spirit of God is communicating to us. God's word is fire. God is a consuming fire and a tongue is an oracle that communicates. The point is, beloved one, God is communicating to his children, but many are not hearing. This is why Jesus said, he that has an ear to hear let him hear. In the book of Job, Elihu that gave Job godly counsel, he was the one of Job's counselors that wasn't rebuked. The rest of them were rebuked. But Elihu said this, he said, the Lord speaks once, yea, twice, but no one's listening when man is fast asleep in his bed. In other words, Elihu was saying, the Lord communicates to his children through dreams at night, but they're not listening. They're not paying attention. In fact, you may recall when the Holy Spirit was first given, Peter said, what you're seeing right now is what was prophesied by the prophet Joel, that in the last day, saith the Lord, I'll pour forth my spirit on all flesh. And remember, he said, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And so the point is the Holy Spirit is communicating to us through dreams. God is communicating to us by his spirit. But if we're not listening, if we haven't trained our senses to perceive him, we're going to miss so much of what he's saying to us. Now, we can train our senses to discern the voice of God's spirit through practice. In fact, let me go back and read that scripture again. I'm reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter number five, verse 14. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God abides forever. Beloved one, hear the word of God. But solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have their senses trained to discern good or evil. In other words, through practice, 
The mature have trained themselves to discern the difference between God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, or the Ruach HaKodesh, and the spirit of darkness. Obviously, it comes from the enemy. But we only get trained, the scripture says, through practice. So number one, to practice, we need to be aware of God's Spirit speaking. And then secondly, we need to advance or obey. When we say in Hebrew that famous declaration, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad, which is translated in English, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. But that word Shema that's translated here is not just translated with the concept of simply hearing with our ears, but it actually means in the Hebrew, we hear and then obey. And so we get our senses trained, not just by hearing God's spirit and doing nothing in response, but we get our senses trained through practice when we first hear and then, listen now, step out and obey. In other words, if you're about to say something to somebody, but you feel a check in your spirit not to say it. How many have ever had that happen before? You knew in your inner man that you weren't supposed to say something, but you didn't stop, you didn't discipline yourself, you let your impulses and passions control you instead of obeying that gentle witness of the Holy Spirit. You went ahead and said it anyway. Did you get practice? Not really. But if you would have minded that check of the Holy Spirit, held your impulse, kept yourself from speaking what the Holy Spirit was leading you not to say, you could just feel that it wasn't right. You need to pay attention to that because remember the anointing that you've received, we read in the first letter of John, is from the Holy One and he's not a lie. And as you received him, abide in him. Okay, so we need to just sense what we're feeling, this intuitive sense. You see, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through intuition. We need to understand that the intuition that we have has been given to us by the Holy One that it's the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and then we need to abide in that intuition. One of the ways that we get trained in this is by disconnecting from all that's driving us in the world to pay attention instead to what's going on inside and then abiding to that witness that comes oftentimes through intuition, abiding in him and obeying. And so this is important because as we learn how to abide on, in the Holy Spirit that's inside us and then obey him, we get trained in walking in the supernatural. You see, the Lord says, as many as are being led by the Spirit, these are the children of God. God expects us to be led by the Spirit. And this is supernatural. How are you led by the Spirit? You're led by the Spirit by learning how to pay attention to the witness of the Holy Spirit in your heart. Let me read that scripture again. I'm reading now from the book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. The anointing which you receive from him abides in you. This anointing, it's real and it's in you. And you have no need for anyone to teach you. In other words, you don't need to look on the outside right now. And his anointing teaches you about all things and is true and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you abide in him. In other words, we need to believe in this anointing. We need to believe that his spirit, God's spirit, lives in us. And through that, we begin to pay attention 
to this God-given intuition that we have, which is the anointing, and then we abide in this intuition. And so once again, I was saying, the scripture tells us in the book of Romans, as many as are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So how are we led by the Spirit of God? Well, one of the ways that we're led by the Spirit of God is abiding in this inner witness that we've been given that I'm calling intuition that comes to us from the Holy Spirit. You see, the Spirit is invisible. So you're led by the Spirit. Remember the scripture says, as many as are being led by the Spirit, Romans 8, these are the sons of God. So we're being led by the Spirit, not by being able to cling to something in the visible world, but by following this inner witness. You see, Jesus said the Spirit blows where it wishes. And you see not where he comes from or where he's going. And so it is with everyone that's born of the Spirit. In other words, Jesus is comparing the Spirit to the wind. And Jesus is saying, listen, you can't see the wind, right? You don't see where the wind's coming from. You don't see where the wind's going. And then Jesus also said, and so it is with everyone that's born of the Spirit. We can't see the Spirit, but we can feel the effects of the Spirit. We feel in the inner man His witness. We sense it. It's a God-given sense. And so I'm trying to lift us up, beloved, to become more God-conscious, to become more Spirit-conscious. We now have been given God's Spirit to lift us back up into being conscious of God Himself, of the Holy One, and of Jesus. Hallelujah, His Son. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. But first, did you know that you can receive real-time encouragement straight from Rabbi through text message? Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click on the link that says Rabbi Text Me. Or you can text the keyword Rabbi to the number 88777. Rabbi sends these special text messages as the Holy Spirit leads, and he looks forward to connecting with you real soon. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. Thank you for remembering that Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a listener-supported ministry. Rabbi Schneider's teachings are made possible through the generous gifts from people like you, who understand the importance of sharing the good news of Jesus' return. Because of you, we are changing lives all over the world. Give online by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now let's get back to Rabbi's message. I remember years ago, as the Holy Spirit was training me about trusting in His inner witness. I was teaching a study one day, and I was in a room, and all of a sudden, a door opened in the room, and a man walked in. I never had seen the man before in my life. And as soon as the man walked in, I sensed inside me that I was supposed to stand up and blow a shofar over him. And I actually had a shofar on the table where I was teaching from. But I didn't pay attention 
because it seemed too far out of the box. It seemed kind of nutso to me. And so I instead just said to him, what can I do for you? And he said, I came here today to buy a shofar. I believe the Lord wants me to buy a shofar. What would have happened if I would have obeyed the Holy Spirit? If I would have just stood up, blown the shofar over him, and then the guy would have been blown away and he would have said, I can't believe this. I felt the Spirit of the Lord directed me here to buy a shofar. I walk in the door and you stand up and blow the shofar over me. And when he told me that he was there to buy the shofar, I was so grieved because I knew that I had missed it. And that really was awakening alarm to me that I need to pay attention to this inner witness of the Holy Spirit in my life. And what happens as we begin to step out in faith, as we begin to obey, the scripture teaches us that our senses get trained. On the other hand, we shouldn't be naive because not every impulse that we feel we know is from the Lord. In fact, the Bible tells us that we need to be on guard not be fearful, but to have wisdom because not every spirit's from the Lord. And that's one of the biggest dangers that we can fall into when we begin to realize that God is speaking to us supernaturally. So listen to what the scripture says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Even as there's many false prophets in the world, there are many false spirits in the world. And so I want you to be conscious and open and expectant to be led by God's spirit, but I also want to guard you and warn you that you need to understand that not every spirit is from the Lord. So we need to be looking to the Lord, we need to ask him to train us, and if our hearts are right, I can promise you, when your heart is right, God will teach you and train you how to tell the difference between what's of him and what's not of him. And this takes place progressively, and it takes place over time. I love an illustration from the Hebrew Bible in the book of Numbers. It's in Numbers chapter 9. The Spirit of the Lord is with the children of Israel in the wilderness when they were living in tents around the Mishkan, the tabernacle. And many of you know the story. By night, the Holy Spirit abode over the tabernacle as a pillar of fire. During the day, the Spirit of God took the form over the tabernacle as a glory cloud. And the Bible tells us in Numbers chapter 9, when the Spirit of the Lord stopped, either in the form of the fire or the cloud, the children of Israel would stop and they would camp there. But whenever the Spirit of the Lord lifted, whenever the fire lifted and began to move, whenever the cloud began to move, they would take up camp and they would follow the Spirit. And the scripture says they never knew when the cloud and the fire was going to move. Sometimes it was two days, sometimes two months, sometimes two years. But they had to obey. They had to keep their eye on God's Spirit in the form of the fire and the cloud. Now think about it. If the fire and the cloud was stopped over the tabernacle, but they got antsy and they said they wanted to move and they moved without the fire and the cloud going before them, what would have happened? They would have died in the wilderness because there wouldn't have been any provision for them there. On the other hand, conversely, if the Spirit of the Lord moved and they decided, you know what? We're comfortable here. We're not gonna move. We choose to stay here. If the Spirit of the Lord moved and they didn't move, what would have happened? They would have also died in the wilderness because there would have been no provision there. 
We have to become so dependent on the Spirit of the Lord that we move when He moves and we stop when He stops. And one of the primary ways that we do this is through paying attention to our intuition. It's simply, beloved, developing a sensitivity to what you're feeling on the inside. Does something feel right? If it feels right, then be bold and take action. Don't be timid, don't doubt, don't hesitate. Remember 1 John 2, 27 says, the anointing that you've received is not a lie, abide in him. So if you feel the Holy Spirit, you just sense something's right, you're supposed to take action, take action or else you're gonna miss a lot. And there's a lot of fruit that you would have borne that you didn't bear because you didn't obey. On the other hand, if you're one of those people and you're just always running, you're always going somewhere, unless you learn how to stop, when the Holy Spirit is wanting you to stop, you're never gonna get grounded. You'll never develop peace and you'll never become as fruitful as you could be if you abide in Him. Jesus said, he that abides in me bears much fruit. I want to encourage you, beloved. God loves us so much. He's got a lot for you and me, but we need to develop our ears to hear. We need to learn how to trust the Holy Spirit. We need to learn how to obey. In Jesus' name, I just speak this word over your life right now when I say, be strong, be courageous, trust the inner witness of the Holy Spirit, step out in faith, put God first in your life, and you're gonna bear more fruit than you ever would have dreamed possible. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider, and I hope that your faith is being built up and renewed through Rabbi's teaching of the Old and the New Testaments. And if you're being blessed by these messages, would you reach out and let us know? You can connect with us through the mail when you write to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228, or you can reach out on online by going to our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, consider partnering with us this year as we reach people all over the world with the authentic and uncompromising truths of God's Word. Your gifts and prayers take the good news into places we could never reach without your support. And now here is Rabbi once again to share what's on his heart today. As we're in this series, God's Supernatural Presence, I want to encourage us to think about the supernatural as it relates to our finances. In the world, when we give, that means we have left over. That's the natural realm. But the supernatural realm is this. Jesus said, give and it will be given back to you, pressed down good measure and running over into your lap. The Bible says, with what measure we give, it will come back to us. If we give bountifully, if we sow bountifully, it's gonna come back to us bountifully. I wanna encourage you to believe for God to supernaturally bless your finances as you give. It's gonna come back, beloved, according to that which you measure, press down, good measure, and running over into your lap. 
If the Lord is leading you to open your heart in supporting this ministry with a financial gift, I'd like to invite you to give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give a gift of any amount when you call us. The number to dial is 800-777-7835. And when you take this step of faith with a pure heart, you'll begin to experience the blessings of a covenant relationship and the promises of abiding in the one who loves you dearly. So thank you for partnering with us and sharing in the fruit of this soul-winning ministry. And then to stay connected with us and get the latest ministry news and updates, be sure to sign up to receive our Seeds of Revelation devotional. This free weekly email, it's delivered automatically to your email inbox. So you can sign up or learn more when you visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're online, be sure to also sign up for Rabbi's personal real-time text messages. Just click the link in the middle of our homepage that says, Rabbi, text me. And well, the new year is a great time to start a new book, and Rabbi's written a book that shares the details that are revealed from the pages of the Old Testament. So be sure to purchase your copy of Messianic Prophecy Revealed today. You'll find it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And before we finish today's program, I want to share with you a few testimonies that we've received from our radio broadcast. The first one says, Good morning, Rabbi, Cynthia, and Dustin. Thank you, Rabbi, for the blessing and these awesome teachings. Every morning, I so look forward to your next message, as I know I will learn something so valuable. I'm so glad I became a monthly partner with your ministry, and I pray that many people will partner with you as we see the Lord's Day approaching. Father God, bless you all, and shalom. That's from April. And then Steph wrote in and said, Thank you for your powerful and faithful ministry, Rabbi. Our Father God, through your ministry, has profoundly changed my life. Even though I've been saved for years, I have a new level of peace and joy that I didn't know was possible. Amen. Thank you for sending in your testimonies. And now let's wrap up today's message simply titled, The Anointing with a Special Blessing. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Yavah Yahweh Ya'er Yahweh p'navelecha v'chunecha Yisa Yahweh p'navelecha v'asem lecha The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. 
The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You'll find our broadcast schedule, podcast links, teaching notes, and so much more. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up each individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again next time when Rabbi Schneider discusses the wasted life. That's coming up Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.